Welcome to Exploring Possibilities. I'm your host, Cheryl Sitz. Since 2012, Mario Rosales of Tech Life Balance and I have been airing inspiring, insightful conversations with all kinds of change agents who are raising the vibration on our planet. It's the intention of our show to explore possibilities and shift perspectives in holistic, spiritual ways. You'll hear how various industry experts discover and share their deepest passions to make a bigger difference in the world. You can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. And do me a favor, please come back and rate the show so that new people can find us. We'll introduce our next guest in just a moment. Have you ever gone to a social media seminar and you have the online experts telling you, get a blog, get a website, get on social media, all this other stuff. By the time you're done with that seminar, that online expert is very good at frying your brain. The funny part is, you come back home, you get in front of the computer, and you're lost. Hi, I am Mario with Tech Life Balance. I see this all the time. You spend so much money and still don't know what is going on with your online presence. And you know, you probably don't need all of that. Let me go ahead and translate Geek to English for you and show you what you really need because you don't need it all. You probably only need a few components. You have a great message out there and I would like to hear it, and I definitely want to help you put it out there. I am Mario Rosales with TechLifeBalance.net. I produce this podcast because I love distributing messages. Let me help you distribute your message. Hi, it's your host, Cheryl Sitz. And when I'm not doing this podcast, I really enjoy coaching you on how you can have the life you really want. As creators of our own reality, there's a lot of ways that we can block ourselves, hold ourselves back, or just not get really clear on what it is we want. Once we do that, there is no stopping us. I'd love to help you do that. Get in touch with me at CherylSits.com. Our new fall digital magazine is now out, featuring the artistic, non-toxic eco-cottages created at tiny Texas houses. There's some great insightful articles in there as well on holistic living, Our theme for the magazine is Less is More Unless It Isn't. You can get yours absolutely free right now at journeyofpossibilities.com. So we've had our Conscious Couples series going on, and today I figure if it's fair for me to reach out and ask other couples to be vulnerable and sit in the hot seat, I should do the same. And why not throw my partner in there with me? So joining us today is Mario Rosales of Tech Life Balance. If you're new to our show, he is my business partner, my life partner, and just kind of an all-around fun guy. Well, thank you. (laughs) Welcome to the show and the hot seat. Present and accounted for. (laughs) We've had some great conversations in recent shows with couples about what it's like to be wide awake in dreamland and having a conscious relationship. Yes, definitely. They... They have expressed every time we had them on and I was listening because I'm always listening because I'm the producer here. (laughs) Uh, I'm going, it's like, yes, and yes, and yes. (laughs) Mario sits over there and does the production work and gets us all set up and we use his studio, but he doesn't have a microphone. So he does. He's like silently nodding through most of these shows and agreeing with you guys, (laughs) but he's, he's kind of in the background, but not today. Nope, I'm front and center, or however you want to call it, or right in the (laughs) middle, or right beside you, however that works. Uh, You're all over the place. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Well, we've done some shows before where we've talked kind of a little here and there about what it's like to be in a relationship, and so I'm not sure where we might want to jump in here, but they've all kind of alluded that it's fabulous to be in a conscious relationship, 
and yet it's also challenging. Yeah, the the biggest theme that I got out of all of that is that communication is a very important part. But and that that's one of the things when Cheryl would would finish with the interview, one of the things I I talk, would talk to her and go, you know, the communication seems to be the going pattern here. And then I look at the way things were with me and other relationships and friendships and even with my family. Communication is so important and not just communication, understanding what's being communicated. I completely agree. And it's not just talking all the time. It's saying what really needs to be said. I've had relationships where we talked an awful lot. And then I would be completely sidelined to find out that my partner had been unhappy for some time about something because it hadn't been said. And for better or worse, I grew up in a home where we over-communicated. There was, no, there was no limit to what was said. And so that can be hurtful too. So I think kind of for you and I, it's been me learning when to listen more and when to, how to come from a place of coming to an understanding of what's going on with my own emotions before I come and talk so that I'm coming from the heart and honoring both of us instead of just blurting out whatever I'm feeling all the time. And for you, it seems to be getting you to, to be, feel more comfortable to talk about how you're feeling and what you're, what's going on behind. Yeah, because I came exactly from, uh, well, they expressed themselves just in a not very healthy way. So <laughs> I'm having to learn how to express myself because I had to initially shut myself down in expression. Yeah. And that was one of the biggest lessons for me. It's like, how do you communicate? I'm still, I'm not saying I'm perfect about it, but I'm, I'm learning and I keep on learning and you, you've helped me very much. Oh, here. you do a great job. You do a great job. And still we think that we're communicating and then we'll, something will come up and it'll be, a catalyst for us to have a conversation where I realized we thought we were communicating, but we weren't talking about that. I think sometimes I'm not even aware of how I'm feeling. And for so long, for I think many people that I know, and the cat's here with us rolling around on the desk, so you'll hear her sometimes. I think many of us, we've either not talked about our feelings at all, or we don't know when it's safe to really talk about being angry or when our fear or our insecurity is triggered, it can be really hard to speak up. I don't know how he's going to take this, and I don't want this to destroy our relationship, so maybe I'll just sit with it for a while, knowing how to open up and be okay with whatever happens because ultimately I have to speak my truth. That's a really interesting journey. <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm just the opposite because sometimes I don't even know what I'm feeling, and it takes a long, well, not a long time, but it takes some digging to figure out, oh, that's what I'm feeling. Because there's conversations you and I've had that I, sometimes I, I flat out tell you, it's like, I don't know what I'm feeling. Yeah. And as we communicate more and we talk it out, I go, oh, yeah, well, I'm angry or I'm upset or when you do this, I feel this way. And that, yeah. that, and that becomes very valuable. I mean, that, that's been one of the things that I've really appreciated about our growth together. Me too. And it's interesting, that's kind of where I started in that thread was to say, I also grew up in a home where certain emotions were more accepted than others. Everybody loved when you're happy, but if you're too angry or you're too upset, you really didn't talk about that at certain times of day. So sometimes it could be like walking on egg eggshells. And after 50 years, I've learned how to hide those feelings from myself as well, unconsciously. So like you're saying, I don't always know what I'm feeling either. 
I'll bring up what I think is the issue. And then as we talk through it, something else shows up and it's like, oh, where did that come from? You know, and that I come back to what we were talking about, the conscious couples we had, that that's the big thing. It's most people, at least the the ones that I know, they they have a tendency when they get to a certain point, oh, well, that's it. And they don't dig deeper or they or they are afraid to dig deeper because of the consequences or they of what they see as consequences because it, it's happened to me you know it's oh if i don't speak up well this will happen if i speak up then this will happen if i don't speak up this will smooth itself out so sometimes we think saying staying quiet will solve the problem and it never does <laughs> correct <laughs> This kind of leads into something else that I was thinking might come up today, and that's the relationship paradigms that have become the norm over the years. So a couple dates for so long, and then if it's a relationship worth hanging on to, it's kind of expected that they either move in together or somebody proposes. There's kind of this social norm around relationships that they should progress in a certain linear fashion, or people start to think there must be something wrong there because it's not progressing or whatever. We choose to be in a day-to-day relationship. That's been really a challenge for me. It's It's been beautiful because originally we designed it with the the idea that as long as we know that we're showing up because we want to and not because some piece of paper says we need to or because we're already in, the, you know, like to, to actually make the free conscious choice in every moment to show up together for as long as it's for our mutual good is the the contract, if you will, that we have with one another. Yeah, and that I think you bring up a good point. The the progression, and I do like air quotes on that. The, <laughs> everybody's progression level is different, and and some of us are used to this way, and some of us are used to that way. Some of us are used to what the movies say. Some of us are used to that or that, or hey, what the society said. Oh, I'm supposed to get married, and that progression that really does become a big phase of the relationship where. The social norms is it's a big part of that progression. What what is social norm? And there's a lot of wanting to be that social norm. And and as we've discovered about ourselves, social norms are uh, <laughs> <laughs> we don't fit in any conventional boxes. <laughs> we get weird looks all the time. But you know the other thing about that is I wonder how much of that. I, of course, religion has played a part in that, a big part. I think, in the progression of relationships, but also like jobs, right? I remember when I had a job, I felt like I had a secure, stable income until the first time I got laid off and didn't see it coming. And then I realized that was an illusion. I feel relationships are the same way. We feel more comfortable and secure if there's a commitment between us. And yet, is that real? Because I've had those end abruptly and unexpectedly as well. But for a time, I had that sense of security. Well, and it gets to what is commitment, too. I mean, it gets into translating what is commitment. Is commitment that you get engaged? Is commitment that you move in together? Is commitment that you you share share a car? You know? <laughs> I mean, what that that's the other part. And it comes back to really defining every aspect of the relationship. It's like, well, that's not my, my truth. What is your truth? And it's really neat. And, I mean, I'm not going to say that it's easy uh, well it is easy at times but then there's some things that are a little bit more challenging at times the cats are going crazy if you guys hear strange things in the background the cats are going nuts i don't know why but apparently they're into this conscious couple show too (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, the subject of commitment is really interesting to me. I do feel like you and I are in a committed relationship insofar as we have stated to one another that right now we are exclusive and that we are committed to one another until someone communicates that there's a change in that. Right. However, for as committed as I am to you in my heart, I understand that today is is it, that this present moment is it. You talk about making us live in the present moment. And there may come a day that Mario would grow better without me, or I would grow on better without him. And so to me, being in a conscious relationship is about being together while we're growing together and we're for our highest good, each of us being in that relationship. But there may be a time that it doesn't feel that way, and then we'll need to reevaluate. And that is being in the present moment. That's been always a big thing about us. We have to take a day at a time. The moment we start putting future predictions of this is the way it's going to be or that's the way it's going to be, we're no longer in that present moment. It's kind of ironic. The moment you start thinking, well, I was seeing this, I was seeing that, then you're no longer in that present moment anymore. You're having to look at the future. So it gets really complicated sometimes and confusing Because you're going, am I in the present moment right now? And then all these things play out in your head, in my head. And it's cool (laughs) because you see it. And sometimes it's frustrating because you do see it. Yeah. But overall, it's really fun. For me, understanding that you really are living in that present moment. It's also about being with someone that sees right through me. A conscious relationship is about being with someone that knows me better than I know myself. And instead of using that to try and control me or shape me or anything else, I feel like, first off, I can tell when you get this look on your face and I know that you see me better than I see myself in that moment. And instead of feeling upset about it, I go into what are you seeing about me that I'm not seeing about myself? So (laughs) it's like all these doors of opportunity open. And I feel like what you do is to use the, a worn out phrase, you hold space for me Mm -hmm. in the sense that I see who you can be and I see who you're being, and I'm just going to hold a higher possibility for you. And then you just sit there and smile and I go, Oh yeah, there, there's my stuff. (laughs) And I'm such a fixer, you know, my technology background it's like I like to fix things and that has been a big thing for me it's like just okay it's her thing (laughs) let it be and just communicate what you want to say about your own feelings about my own feelings because that that's the trick the trick is not saying you know I see you doing this and I Mm -hmm. see you doing that it's well you know when you do that, I feel this way, or I'm feeling this. Yeah. And that, to me, has been the biggest lessons for me. And it's been cool to see that because it's learned, it's teaching me about me so much. And it helps me to understand that when I do something, likely not even thinking about it, it has an effect on you that I wouldn't have anticipated. Because sometimes when you say, when you do that, I feel this way, I'm completely shocked. I had no idea that what I did was creating that feeling in you. And sometimes it's telling me, you know, Cheryl, sometimes you're a freight train. You just, I don't think you understand how strong you come on and how hurtful that can be. Because when you say that, I feel this and I don't realize that I am that way. And so it's really helped me 
step into the feminine more and and understanding the power of silence and how to stand in the feminine power because I'm very masculine oriented from my background. So I can come on like a freight train pretty easily and learning how to explore the power of the feminine has been a beautiful journey for me. And a lot of that has come through seeing how I run right over you without trying to. (laughs) Well, and sometimes for me, it's just expressing something because I'm just used to just saying something and because of the detachment of, that I've had with emotions, sometimes I don't realize what I'm saying might be hurtful also. So I, I have learned that about me in, the, in, in this communicating. I, le- I love that word communication because it, it is so core to a lot of this. And communicating, not talking. Yes. And listening. Active listening. I think that's another thing that we've gotten better at is, okay, if I'm hearing you right, I'm hearing you say this. And then you say, no, that's not what I said at all. Because it's really (laughs) interesting. We listen through filters of of our gender and of our culture. We come from different genders, different cultures. There's almost 10 Mm -hmm. years between us in age gap. So, So there's age bias, there's gender bias, there's, you know, socioeconomic, there's everything. So all those different filters, plus if one of us is busy doing something and not paying full attention anyway, there's a million ways misunderstandings can happen. And it's really nice to say, this is what I just heard you say. Is that really, is that what you want me to do? <laughs> uh, no, not at all, right? <laughs> yeah, that's happened to both of us uh, quite a bit. But it's, it's that growth I've never had a relationship like this. It really has shown a lot of sides of me that I didn't even realize I've had about myself. Yeah, I think that's the key. A conscious relationship is a fertile ground for growth. And I do not mean to say that other relationships that I've been in, I have not grown because every relationship I've been in has led me here. So everything has its own value. And I would never say anything bad about a relationship I've been in in the past. They were very representative of where I was at in my journey. And now that I'm in a place in my journey where I'm all about being spiritually active and conscious and emotionally open and physically present, I'm trying to be present in every way that I can be present. And this is the relationship that showed up. And I wasn't even ready for it at first. I was like, you're not my kind of guy. This is never going to work. But I understand now how priceless this has been in terms of all the ways I'm growing every day. Yeah, and we're the total sum of our experiences. That's the other part about because I, I used to think, oh well, you know, I, this I did this when I was younger, or I did this, and I shouldn't have done that. But in reality, that's what makes us who we are. I mean, even as a couple, when we come together, our experiences together also developed who we are and, and it makes us aware how our past has created who we are and at that point in time we decide whether we want to change that about ourselves which is kind of neat so if anybody says oh well you know that person had a bad experience a bad relationship or or that person had a good relationship well for they're going through an experience mm-hmm. and that's the other part i've learned about this is just an experience I am so much more than an experience. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you are, dear. (laughs) I got to keep it fun. And that's the other gift that you bring me so much is, man, there's just too much going on here to take it seriously. It's it. I just, (laughs) 
that humor is so important. I can't say that enough. And you, you have really brought that into my life, the ability to laugh at myself, to not take everything else personally, because it's really just reflecting back to me where I'm at. That's all it is. I wouldn't know what you're talking about. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm never serious. So. <laughs> you're very playful and I appreciate that. But yes, we do have a serious side. And I think yeah. that's where we can we're in this relationship, we can help each other is just, you know, wow, you're really down the rabbit hole. What is going on over there? And we say that to each other yeah. a lot to bring each other back to a more lighthearted space because we get lost in our businesses. We get lost in life just like everybody else. Yeah. the I used to be one of those people that once I ran into confrontation, I wouldn't go any further than that. I would shut myself down. And that's been one of my biggest growth, growth out, out of everything is uh, learning to speak up because I was sacrificing myself. And, you know, if you're in a relationship, you really are enjoying whether uh, both of you are in sync or not in sync. The only way to get through it is go through those difficult times. If you feel you don't want to speak up because you're going to do this or it's going to hurt somebody, you have to speak up because that's that's the only way that the truth will come out. And that's the only way you will you will heal if there is something to heal within that relationship. That's what I say. I've learned that. It's so true that having those crucial conversations is can be healing to the relationship. And the number one relationship they're healing to is the self. Right. I believe that these relationships with others are in part, in large part, about learning how to love ourselves. As you do things for me, then I recognize later oh, what I really want is to give myself that because I appreciate it when you do it and yet there's something incomplete about it. If it's something, for example, like, you know, mowing my lawn or, or and the things that you do for me, mm-hmm. you'll do something really nice for me, uh, recommend a bath, whatever. And when I give myself that, it feels so much more complete. So it's almost like this relationship also shows me ways I can love myself better because if it feels that good coming from you, it somehow feels a little bit better coming from me. And so I think that's an important key to it also. And one of the best gifts we can give ourselves is to live our truth, saying that thing that's hard to say because I love myself enough to be honest with me and with you, even though I'm terrified saying it. And we've had several of those conversations. It seems like we've gone into all kinds of interesting topics like that. I can't think of a single one off the top of my head. No, I can't remember. And usually it's because we go through it and we... We resolved it. We resolved it and then we move on to the whatever the next thing is. Uh, but, But that's the thing. Once you feel a reservation and, you know, sometimes, I mean, even for me right now, the bringing up stuff is the thing that I'm having to learn. It's bringing up stuff because I don't bring up that much stuff. And so far when communicating, that's been one of the things it's like, okay, so what is it? And sometimes I'm so detached from my emotions that I'm trying to discover, oh yeah, that's what I'm feeling. And sometimes that's where it helps somebody else pointing out, are you feeling something? I mean, just something like that to trigger the other person. So if if you feel your partner's not feeling, you're not feeling something from them, you know, ask them. They might not even know. That's so true. And often 
we just start out, I remember a couple of conversations we've had, and I call them the Crucial Conversations, because that's a great book, by the way, and I'll flag that, I'll link to that on this podcast, Crucial Conversations. Oftentimes, the hardest thing is how to even bring it up. And if I don't know what's the matter, and all I know is I'm feeling something's the matter, I've actually said to you, I have no idea what's wrong, but something's bothering me, and I feel like we need to talk. And you're, and you're receptive, and I feel like that way I'm creating the space for it to come out. And it may take back and forth about, this has really been irritating me lately. And of course, if I see you doing something, thinking you're irritating me, I know it's about me. That's the other thing about both of us being wide awake. <laughs> Everything that's you is really about me. So if you're irritating me, what's that trying to show me about myself? And as I go into that, there can be healing on my part about that. But also what's ironic is then that seems to inevitably trigger something in you that then you go, okay, that's about me. And then I think we do something else that's really important that I've learned in years of studying communication and finally apply fairly well. And that's, I really feel like I need some time to sit with this right now. And so I'm not, I'm not breaking up. I'm not going away. I just need to go process my feelings and sit with this and figure out where I'm at. And then we, can we come together in an hour and talk again? So you're not feeling like I'm storming off mad or whatever, and I get the time I need to let my emotions play themselves through and figure out what I'm feeling. Yeah, that break is very important, I feel, it, because it allows that time. Because when you're in that emotional state, or I'm in that emotional state, it, you can say things or you can feel things, but at the core essence, it's a trigger. There's been a trigger that you, you or I have to dig in a little bit deeper. It's like, what is that trigger? I mean, that's what it comes down to for me, at least. Then the love of one another and ourselves being both honored, we can actually process through it together when we come back together and say the things that are hard to say. You know, I don't want this relationship to end, but I'm hearing this. And would this be better if if we weren't together? Is this a problem that are we somehow stifling our growth by being together? And in exploring that question... We get more answers and it's terrifying to go there because we've built a business together. We've built a community together. We've built a life together. We've built a lot together. And still I understand that at the end of the day, that's the foundation of all of that is our truth. And the moment that our truth becomes being something else or somewhere else, we will, we will make that work. Right. I mean, we've just, that's our commitment. When we get there, we get there. Right. That's, I mean, that's if part ever. of Yeah, if ever. that And that's part of being in the present moment. Yeah. Because at that moment that we're talking about, oh, well, maybe we're going to break up and that, that may be going to happen or will happen or won't happen. That's all future tense. What The right. reality is what is real right now. Yes. And that's all that counts. Yes. All that counts. That is challenging sometimes. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Because our little mind wants to go in the future yes. or bring up the past or say something, but it's not about that. You're right. And that's another thing you bring up, how things have gone in the past. That's the baggage, right? That's the what they call the shadow work. Yeah. I think uh, Polly and Amy talked about that in their show a little bit, and, and I think also Ariana and Will. The shadow work is... When we, when I'm unconscious that I'm basing my whole conversation on expecting that this is going to go a certain way because that's the way it went for me in the past and bringing that out into the light and seeing it and letting it go and understanding that we're two completely unique people coming together, creating a unique relationship and anything is possible. 
bringing it back to that anything is possible place and this present moment is really the magic. Yeah, and it it's definitely a lot of fun too. <laughs> seen seen I I don't know. I, I'm I'm uh, I guess I'm an addict to self-growth or something because I do like being able to learn more about who I am through all of this. And I enjoy ourselves together also because we we really push each other in a weird way even without intention. And I think that's what's cool about yeah. it. That's when you know you really are in an awesome relationship because you I want to grow because I see you wanting to grow. And yeah. We feed on that. Yeah, there, there's food for your soul. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's the only way I can say it. Yeah, food for the heart, food for the soul. I like that. And it is a lot of fun. Yes, it is. I appreciate so much you being in my life. And this moment right now, I'm right where I want to be and everything is, it is awesome. Here, here. Me too. <laughs> Me too. The other part that I that I liked about our conscious relationships, not only communication, but also just that dedication. I mean, it's, it is dedication. If you want to be in a conscious relationship, you have to be willing to go into your shadow side. And the, the, those are the little crevices that you don't want to dig into, or I don't want to dig into because, oh man, I have never dealt with that. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff does come up because it, it you're there with your heart open and you're you want to go into well you you think you want to go into it <laughs> well not just in the relationship of of course it comes up for us because we make no secret of the fact mm-hmm. we've been to some pretty intense ceremonies shamanic ceremonies <laughs> where you know the whole point is bring that out into the light so I can let it go and it's really interesting what comes out in the light so I think that's another really profound thing about us we were friends first and we came into this path together we met right Mm -hmm. before we both came into this path even now as a couple we respect the value of okay you're going to go be in your space for an hour a day a week whatever we're doing and I'm going to be in mine and then we're going to come back richer for it into this relationship because we're doing our work so it's also the value of being able to let go and let each other grow independently and trusting that's only going to enrich the process instead of this insecure clinging on tight for dear life that it's not going to end. Well, we're taught that. And that's another society norm. It's, oh, I have to be in your life 24 seven. We're partners. (laughs) I'm supposed to be glued to your side all the time, right? (laughs) We're uh, conjoined twins or something. (laughs) I'm not sure uh, what the word is, but it's, there is this thing about when you become get married, you you're one entity. But I, I like to say we're two individuals in a couple in a relationship. And, yeah, and there's actually three entities. There's yes. you, there's me, and there's we. Yes, and then we all have a say so in only our part of ourselves and in the relationship, uh, because that's the only truth we can't control ourselves. Amen. I'm with you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess we've probably shared enough for one show, haven't we? Or is there something else on your heart you want to share today? I think we dug pretty deep. (laughs) That brief instance, I... I, That's all I got to say. Okay. Well, not all. Remember, I I always like to know if you have a parting thought. So, Mario, do you have a parting thought? My parting thought, and this is one I live by, too. If you're struggling to say something to your partner, 
it's best that you say it than keep it to yourself because you never know what you say might be the the thing that needs to be addressed or that might make the relationship grow. Absolutely. Ironically, if we don't say it, then it ends up coming out when we didn't want it to because we're angry and it comes out in the heat of the moment. or So, so it's much better to just get it said when everybody's calm, right? I like that yeah. parting thought. So Cheryl, what's your parting thought? My parting thought. I'm not used to being asked that. After this whole Conscious Couple series, thank you all of the couples that have joined us and all of you who've tuned in. My parting thought about conscious couples is that it's all a reflection and the most important conscious relationship I can have is with myself. And the more authentic I'm willing to be in that, the more authentic partner shows up in my life. And Mario is proof of that. Wide awake, full of joy, full of love. It's profound. And the biggest thing has been deciding I deserve it. And I've decided I deserve it. I'm so glad. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And you and deserve, I deserve me. <laughs> and I deserve you. Oh, this is fun. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Yes. Goodbye. <laughs> Would you like to be a guest on Exploring Possibilities? Drop me a note at info at journeyofpossibilities.com. Thanks so much for joining us. And we'll see you next time on Exploring Possibilities.